Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Thursday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. And on today's show, we saw the Titans get the offseason rolling with a big signing of Harold Landry on Tuesday. But the Titans followed that up with three more signings on Wednesday. Who were they? Why did it happen? And what does it mean? I'll be breaking that all down on today's show. And then we need to dive into a few more positions in the 2022 Locked On Titans free agency preview. We'll talk about inside off-ball linebacker and interior defensive line. So a big-time Thursday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it is a Thursday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Going to talk about three players that signed with the Titans on Wednesday. Talk about what that means for the team going forward. Before we get into that, do want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen to the Locked On Titans podcast, well, number one, what are you doing? Number two, you have to know that I'm going to be putting out daily Monday through Friday Tennessee Titans content not only during this season, but all year long. Make sure that you subscribe to the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream. You can find the show everywhere and always free. And that includes the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Subscribe over there. Smash that notification bell so you know when my content Content goes live. Make sure you hit the thumbs up button if you're watching on YouTube right now. I appreciate all of the support. You can check me out on social media at Tic Tac Titans on Twitter. Always providing additional analysis over there. Check out the show Facebook page at Locked On Titans Pod. But with all that being said, let's dive into these three signings that the Titans made on Wednesday. First, Nick Westbrook Akina, the wide receiver, the Titans' second leading wide receiver in 2021, will be brought back on a one-year deal. Also, Tyre Tart, the Titans' interior defensive lineman, who was an undrafted free agent in 2020, really blossomed into a good role player for the Titans in the past two seasons. He signed a one-year deal with the team as well. And then, of course... The roster pirate himself, Logan Woodside, signs a one-year deal with the Tennessee Titans. So, why are they signing players right now? Why did all three of these guys get a one-year deal? Well, it's something that I've talked about throughout the offseason. There are different categorizations for what type of free agent you are. You have an unrestricted free agent, your traditional free agent that can just go wherever they want. You have a restricted free agent whose original team has the ability to match whatever contract they get from a different team. But then you have the little-known exclusive rights free agent, which is for guys who were undrafted free agents or who were cut during their rookie contract, like with Logan Woodside, who was drafted in the seventh round by the Cincinnati Bengals. 
but cut right away. So they're guys who were undrafted free agents or cut from their rookie contracts who have been in the NFL for less than three seasons. And that's on an NFL roster. So practice squad for an entire year, like what Logan Woodside did at the beginning of his career, wouldn't count. So three accrued seasons in the NFL on a roster, less than that as an undrafted free agent or a cut from their rookie contract is an exclusive rights free agent. And let me keep it simple for you guys. It means they only have the ability to sign a one-year deal with the team that they were on at the end of the year. That's basically what it comes down to. So, these guys really didn't have an option, but I still think it was a smart move. And and I still think that all three of these guys should have been brought back. Number one, Nick Westbrook-Akina went over 400 yards last year and was the Titans' second leading receiver. And while he shouldn't be in that role this coming season, he should be a wide receiver for kind of the Titans' primary big slot receiver. I like Nick Westbrook-Akina, number one. He can be a decent depth receiver for you. We saw that last year going over 400 yards. Also, he can be that big slot. And what I like about that is the Titans can line up in three wide receiver sets, which should get nickel or dime packages from the defense. And then he, because Nick Westbrook-Akina is so big, six foot four, he's almost a tight end size. I've had, you know, listeners of the show actually ask me, could the Titans convert? Nick Westbrook-Akina into a tight end. I say no on that, but he does still have that physicality and that size. Derrick Henry's 76-yard touchdown run against the Buffalo Bills. The critical block on that play was Nick Westbrook-Akina playing at a wide receiver position, motioning in close to the formation, almost like a tight end, and delivering a big block on a second-level defender and pancaking him to the ground. So Nick Westbrook-Akina gives you depth as a receiver. He also gives you the ability to have some formation variation with your personnel, put three wide receivers out there, but have it almost be like a two tight end set. That's helpful for the Titans. And then also he's an incredibly valuable player on special teams as a gunner on the punt team. And if you diminish his role as an actual wide receiver, he can put more focus and be an even better player on those special teams units. So I like everything that Nick Westbrook-Akina brings to the table. Signing a one-year deal for basically a veteran minimum contract for the Titans is just great news. Also, Tyre Tart, as a rotational guy, as an undrafted free agent on that interior D-line, rotating with Naquan Jones, rotating with Laurel Murchison. I think that Tyre Tart has been a very solid player, a great find by John Robinson. Happy to have him back for a one-year deal for a very low contract. And of course... Logan Woodside, I have been anointed as the number one Logan Woodside hater within the Titans community, and in a surprise turn, I guess, like uh, the Dark Knight says, you either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I said this when we looked at the free agent market for quarterbacks this year, but I just don't see a guy, a Trevor Simeon, maybe, I just don't see a guy out there that's a significant upgrade on Logan Woodside or that will make any kind of difference. There were guys in previous years that I I really felt comfortable with and I thought would be an upgrade over Logan Woodside, but in this market, I just don't see anybody who's going to be a significant upgrade at backup quarterback. So, for once, I'm in. Logan Woodside can be the backup quarterback. You guys beat me into submission. Shout out to John Robinson for consistently bringing back the worst backup quarterback in the NFL because they want to be cheap. 
but I just don't see an upgrade, like I said, so why the heck not? Bring back Logan Woodside. You guys win. You guys won. I'm in. I can't deny it. So either way, that's what the Titans did on Wednesday. We saw the big signing of Harold Landry on Tuesday evening. We got these three signings on Wednesday. The Titans all season has really ramped up, and I'm excited to break down everything that comes next. But what comes next for us on today's show is a continuation and a new installment in the 2022 Locked on Titans free agency preview. We've gone through the entire offense. We've gone through the edge rusher position. Now it's time to, you know, just cap off the front seven on defense talking about inside linebackers and talking about interior defensive linemen before we get into that do want to tell you guys about betonline.net. It's that time of year again. College basketball's tournament is finally upon us. For all the latest odds, contests, and player props, betonline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores and news this season. It's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to their website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all the trends and all the action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Titans fans, let's continue this Thursday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We just talked about the three signings that the Titans made with their three exclusive rights free agents, Nick Westbrook-Akina, Tyre Tart, and Logan Woodside. Now, I want to continue the 2022 Locked on Titans free agency preview. We're going to talk about off-ball linebackers and to cap off the show later, we will talk about the interior defensive line. But before we get into the linebackers, I do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. Also want to tell you guys about the Locked On NFL podcast, the national show. I am the host of today's episode. I host the Thursday show with Alex Clancy from Locked On Cardinals. It was a great show. We talked about the Carson Wentz trade. You guys can get my full thoughts on that, and I think they are uh, very solid. We talked about Russell Wilson and the Broncos and how I don't really believe in the Broncos team quite yet. I don't think uh, the Russell Wilson trade makes them an immediate contender. And then, of course, we talked about the Aaron Rodgers deal as well. So go check out the Locked On NFL podcast. You get all your Titans news here with me. Well, after that, get your NFL news with Locked On NFL. It's free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. But diving into this free agent market, as I like to do, we got to talk about what the Titans have on the roster right now. And yes, they have some futures contracts that are guys who will be in training camp, but they're not guys that I really think realistically will be on the roster at the end of the day. So when you look at what the Titans realistically have right now, it's David Long, Zach Cunningham, and Monty Rice. And I think that's a hell of a start, quite frankly. Now, of course, Zach Cunningham could be cut, and that would really change the dynamic here of what the Titans want to do. But my expectation is that Zach Cunningham will be restructured to get his deal down to around 4 to $5 million in cap hit, give him some guaranteed money. So right now, Zach Cunningham's deal has no guaranteed money on it going forward. So he may have a salary of $10.5 million this year, but nothing about that's guaranteed. So if you're Zach Cunningham, why not? Lock up some long-term security with the Titans by restructuring, 
get some bonus money that you can count on that's guaranteed money up front right now, and you don't have to worry about going into free agency and doing negotiations. From the Titan side, you lock up a super talented linebacker who, with him and David Long, you have your inside linebacker tandem, and you got to feel really, really good about that. So my expectation is that Zach Cunningham will still be on the Titans in 2022. Monty Rice looked solid at certain times last year as a rookie, had some injuries, of course, but I'm excited for his development, and maybe eventually Monty Rice can take over for Zach Cunningham with David Long long-term. Maybe Zach Cunningham is the long-term option, and when David Long goes in free agency to get big money, Monty Rice slides in there. Either way, I'm comfortable with those three guys, and in my opinion, you only need two more guys. You need one guy who is actually a depth linebacker, who can actually go out on the field for the defense and help them play. And then you need a guy who's primarily a special teamer. So thinking about free agency from that point of view, the Titans aren't going to go after Bobby Wagner or Devondre Campbell or Alexander Johnson or Anthony Hitchens or Leighton Vander Esch or Josie Jewell or uh, Hightower or Kazir White or Kyle Van Noy. I, ju- I just... I just don't think that the top of the market guys who are going to make seven to seven or more million dollars a year make sense when you have Cunningham and you have Long and you have Rice. I don't think you need to spend that way. You need a depth linebacker, like I said. So a guy that could be in the price range for the Titans. And also, let me say this, schematically speaking, in terms of role, which role is so key here, David Long can be a three-down linebacker now. David Long can be out there on third downs. David Long was better than Jayon Brown on third downs last year in pass coverage. So you got David Long there. Zach Cunningham is a guy who's going to play first and second down the whole time. He's a sideline-to-sideline run guy. You got David Long blowing up fullbacks and blowing into holes, and then Cunningham can go sideline-to-sideline to clean up whatever comes through. That is just a perfect mixture there. You got Monty Rice, who is a run-stuffing linebacker. Monty Rice is a two-down player in the NFL, so you have that. So what do you need? Well, if you have a guy in David Long, Zach Cunningham, and Monty Rice who can all play the run on first and second down, then you need somebody who can back up David Long as a third-down linebacker in pass coverage. And quite honestly, nobody better to come in and do that as linebacker four than Jayon Brown. Jayon Brown got a $5 million deal from the Titans last year that was really a, a $3.5 million deal, or $3.5 million deal. He got injured again. He didn't play very well when he was out there. So there's no way that Jayon Brown is going to go into free agency and get a better deal than what he got last year after what he put on the field in 2021. He's limited. It's obvious now he's not a three-down linebacker. He is a pass coverage, third-down specialist linebacker. Teams are aware. The NFL knows. The book is out. So if you're Jayon Brown, you're going to be taking a role-player contract probably for one or two years, for two and a half, three, three and a half, four million dollars at max. Why not do that in Tennessee? I mean, the Titans could go and draft an inside linebacker if they wanted to, but having Jayon Brown to be that backup third down pass cover, I mean, David Long missed quite a few games last year. If the Titans had to play Zach Cunningham or Monty Rice on passing downs consistently, I think it would be a big hit, and especially when you consider that the Titans are probably going to lose Dane Crookshank, who is also that sub-package linebacker and dime packages for the Titans. Well, I think it makes it even more pivotal to have purely sub-package pass coverage, second-level defenders. I would bring Jayon Brown back, so that kind of fills that 
backup pass coverage linebacker role. As for that fifth inside linebacker, why not bring back Nick DeZumno? Played over 80% of special team snaps for you in basically back-to-back years. Nick DeZubnar is not a linebacker. Let's just talk about the realities here. He's not a linebacker. If he's out there playing on defense, you have big problems. It's a big issue. But he is a very good, very reliable special teams player. So I think bringing Nick DeZubnar back makes a ton of sense. So if that were to happen, you have Zach Cunningham and David Long as your starters. You have Monty Rice as your primary backup run-stuffing linebacker. You have Jayon Brown as your primary pass coverage backup linebacker. You have Nick DeZubnar as your special team specialist linebacker. I think that that would be perfect. And I talked about bringing Ola Adaini back when we talked about the edge rusher market. So you bring Ola Adaini back as that fifth outside linebacker who's primarily a special teams guy. You bring Nick DeZubnar back as well, and you have two core special teams players ready to go as also depth pieces on defense. I just think you don't need to reinvent the wheel here with the Titans defense. Bringing back some familiar faces makes a ton of sense in my eyes. So uh, outside of Jayon, a guy like Anthony Walker, who is a very good pass coverage linebacker, could make a lot of sense. He could make, you know, 2 to $3 million. So that could make a ton of sense for the Titans as well. He may want a little bit of a bigger role than the Titans can give him, and I get that, but I like Anthony Walker in the role that we're looking to fill here. Maybe Kyle Van Noy, the Patriots connection, all that, if he's willing to take 2 to $3 million or something like that, then maybe he comes in as a versatile guy. But I just don't see that happening. I really don't. Um, another guy like Quan Alexander, who's much more of a run-stuffing linebacker, but does have uh, some decent pass coverage chops. Maybe he would make some sense. But again, I think Quan, although he may not get a big deal, is still going to look for a better opportunity than he can have in Tennessee. But either way, I just think Jayon Brown is the perfect fit or Anthony Walker. Those are the two guys who make the most sense for me. And then bring back Nick DeZubnar, bring back Darren Bates as a special teams guy at the end of the depth chart. Either way, that, that I want somebody who's familiar with the system, a familiar face who they can count on in special teams. But that's kind of my review of the linebacker free agent market. I don't expect the Titans to do a lot at this position. I don't really think it's a great position to go after in the draft. Uh, I don't think that the Titans need to spend any kind of money in free agency. Get some veteran depth guys for cheap and roll in with Zach Cunningham, David Long, Monty Rice. I think that makes a ton of sense. But we're going to talk about the interior defensive line to cap off today's show. And I have a similar thought process to the interior defensive line that I applied to the off-ball linebacker spot. Titans fans, let's continue the 2022 Locked on Titans free agency preview as we continue this Thursday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We just talked about the three signings that the Titans made on Wednesday, talked about some options that they'll have in free agency at the interior linebacker spot, the inside linebacker spot, the roles that I think need to be filled. Now we need to do that with the interior defensive line. We talked about edge rushers already. So let's talk about the inside guys. And like I like to do, we got to talk about who is on the roster right now. But before we do that, I want to thank you guys again for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. As for your second listen, it is draft season, folks, and there's no way to get better prepared 
for the draft, then listening to the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. It's hosted by Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker. They're giving you two different perspectives on the draft. Of course, they're giving you analysis on the prospects themselves, but they're also looking at the draft from a front office perspective. So make sure that you check out the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast on whatever platform you do stream. It's free and available everywhere and always. But that's going to lead us into the Titans roster at interior defensive line. And of course, they have Jeffrey Simmons, Danico Autry, Naquan Jones, Tyre Tart, who was just brought back, Lorel Murchison as well. So that's fun. And they got Kevin Strong on the payroll as a futures contract, but that's five guys. And in my opinion, the Titans only need six guys on the interior offensive line. I'm thinking six guys at edge, five guys at inside linebacker, and then six guys at interior defensive line. That's where my head's at for, you know, the front seven of the defense. And that is uh, six and six and five. That leaves you, you know, another five to six spots for cornerback as well. So in my opinion, there's only one spot on the interior defensive line that even needs to be filled. Okay, and that is like the lowest depth chart guy because Tart and Naquan and Merch are going to be ahead of whoever they bring in here. Plus, John Robinson has hit on three years in a row, hit on productive players as undrafted free agents as nose tackles. So, I just don't think the Titans need to commit a ton of resources here. I like what they already have. So, with that in mind, I'd like to see them get another undrafted free agent to compete, not waste any kind of draft pick on this, not spend any kind of money. But if they don't spend any kind of money and they go for a really cheap option as a veteran, though, here are some names that I think make sense. Sheldon Richardson, and he can give you more versatility. He can do what Danico Autry does, lining up as... So last year, the Titans would have heavy 4-3 packages sometimes. They would have Danico Autry at defensive end. They would have Jeffrey Simmons. They would have uh, Tyre Tart, and they'd have Naquan Jones at defensive end. Or they would have uh, Naquan Jones at nose tackle and Kyle Pecco at defensive end. They would basically use a defensive tackle at defensive end. So if the Titans want to do that, Sheldon Richardson makes a ton of sense. He can play some defensive end, but he's primarily a defensive tackle, so he can slide in and do the defensive tackle duties that you need from him while also giving you that versatile kick and kicking outside the defensive end in heavy four-man fronts. So I think that makes a lot of sense. Now, a guy like Sheldon Richardson probably want more opportunity. He has had some all-field issues, some locker room issues, some things like that, so maybe not a fit personality-wise for the Titans, but versatility speaking, talent-wise, he could fill that role. I still think that he gets a little bit more money than the Titans are willing to spend, probably around 3 to $4 million. I still think that's too much. The next guy that I want to talk about here, family reunion. What about... Daquan Jones, he got a pretty solid contract for about $4 million last year from the Titans. It resulted in a comp pick for the Titans, probably getting a sixth-round pick for that. And then he comes back to Tennessee to be a depth piece and to rotate in. I think that would be great. Now, again, I think Daquan will probably look to get a little bit more money and a little bit better role than the Titans can promise him. But, hey, it's a possibility. If they're looking for just purely a pass-rush rotation guy, a guy like Maurice Hurst, could make some sense. And then if they're looking for just a run-stuffing nose tackle depth piece, Zach Kerr could make some sense as well. But here's the name that I really want to hit on. 
And like I said, my philosophy is very similar to inside linebacker. Just bring back Kyle Pecco. Kyle Pecco was solid in the preseason. Went on IR with an injury. Got bought out with an injury settlement. Came back to the Titans later in the year. Had a couple of sacks on the year. Made some key plays. I just think Kyle Pecco has a chance to be on this team for a couple more years as a very significant depth piece and role player on the interior defensive line. I don't want the Titans to go out and spend any kind of money at all on interior defensive line with the five guys that they have in tow right now. But, bringing back Kyle Pecco on a very minimum deal. Getting another undrafted free agent in the draft. To me, that makes way more, or an undrafted free agent after the draft. To me, that makes way more sense than giving anything more than about a million and a half dollars to any of the four guys that I mentioned prior. So, bring back Kyle Pecco. Run this defense back as close as possible. That's the best move, in my opinion. But that's going to do it for a Thursday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We covered a ton, and tomorrow we're probably going to dive into the secondary with a free agency preview, but who knows? There's going to be a ton more news to break down, most likely, and I'll be here to break that down with you. And pray to the football gods that the Tennessee Titans don't make any big waves or any big headlines after I put this show out into the airwaves, like what happened last night. So, either way, I was happy about the Harold Landry news, don't get me wrong, but you had to do it to me after I already recorded the entire show? You're killing me, J-Rob. You're killing me. But either way, very exciting times. What a lovely offseason it is in the NFL. I'll be back with you guys on Friday. That's going to do it for me today, though, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland. And this was Locked on Titans.